Hi, everyone. I'm Megan Berg. And I'm Dr. Jeanette Benegas. And we are here to fix SLP. We are discussing the biggest challenges that are currently holding back the field of speech-language pathology. We present the issues with facts and invite you to be part of joining our movement to make things better, one conversation at a time. Let's fix SLP. Welcome back, everybody. If you're listening to us on the day that this drops, we are getting ready to um, take some time off for the holidays. So if you if you celebrate, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. If you celebrate something else, we definitely have a diverse group of listeners. So happy, Merry everything. Um, but what we wanted to do today was a play sort of on the 12 days of Christmas. So we're going to do the 12 days of fix SLP. 12 things we wish for SLP is this holiday season. And Megan and all the time. <laughs> and all the time. Yes. Let's just launch it right now. We're going to put it out there and then it's just going to happen all the time. Um, unless <laughs> Megan, there's something you want to add. I'll just jump right into number 12. Let's do it. Okay. Number 12. Now on our document, Megan, we starts with number one, but I'm okay, I'll change that while you talk. So okay. we're not gonna All right. so I'm not confused. Okay. So um number 12, what we wish for, we wish SLPs rest. And what we what do we mean by rest? When we're talking about our work, which should be separate from all of the other things in our lives, we we want everybody to just remember you don't owe your employer anything beyond what you have contracted. So that means working off the clock becomes a problem. It perpetuates systemic racism, classism, sexism, all of the systems that hold us back from being valued. And if you've followed us for any amount of time, you may or may not know that we had a previous pro project, um, a limited podcast series called Other SLPs Pockets, where we did talk about taking work home and how it it devalues us. It, it holds us back from being valued. It lowers our hourly pay. It, it, it just contributes to devaluing us as a whole. So... We want you to stop taking work home, stop working off the clock, stop clocking out to be productive, to do work so you can show productivity to your employer. Um, show your employer what time you actually need to get your job done. And if they don't give you that time, then the job doesn't get done, I guess. And I, I know that that is hard to think about because we're all people who are in this field to help others and leaving work unfinished is, is not... Um, part of our DNA, I guess. So it's, it's kind of a tough mind shift. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to share a quote by Cal Newport. He wrote a book called deep work that I found interesting. He said, if you keep interrupting your evening to check and respond to email or put aside a few hours after dinner, dinner to catch up on an approaching deadline, you're robbing your directed attention centers of the uninterrupted rest they need for restoration. Even if these work dashes consume only a small amount of time, they prevent you from reaching the level, levels of deeper relaxation in which attention restoration can occur. 
Only the confidence that you're done with work until the next day can convince your brain to downshift to the level where it can begin to recharge for the next day to follow. Put another way, trying to squeeze a little more work out of your evenings might reduce your effectiveness the next day enough that you end up getting less done than if you had instead respected a shutdown. So even it work. Uh, Megan was preaching to me right there. I <laughs> these things that that's we, the worst offender here. So <laughs> the worst, yeah, the worst. But these are not necessarily things we are good at. So let's let's <laughs> put that out there. For example, yesterday, my daughter was in a um, performance for our local community theater and she had a student performance in the in the morning. So I didn't work. I my final was that I had to administer was at two o'clock. And that's when I started working. But it's finals week. Yesterday was the last day of the semester. And if you listen to the last episode, you heard heard about my oral competency. So, you know, I still had to work. I didn't walk in until 10 p.m. That's what time I walked in. That didn't include dinner. That was, I worked and then drove home and then started my evening. So I'm bad at it. Yeah, so what you're okay. saying is don't listen to her. Okay. But we're all working on it. I don't know why what we're saying? doing these in reverse order because the song, the original song does not do them in reverse order. But anyway, oh, now that we've started doing them in reverse order. But that was number one. Now we're doing number two, the second day of Christmas. I know, but then you... Anyway, okay, sure. Number two. Go with it, guys. Just in, just give us a five-star review, okay? <laughs> Number two, we wish SLPs career fulfillment. And no, we're not selling you a certification or product that promises you career fulfillment. There are lots of ways to find career fulfillment as an SLP. If you don't like your job, um, try looking for a different one. I know that's it can be easier said than done. And there's lots of privilege involved with being able to do that. But just know that you do have options available for you. And even if it takes you a few years, you can find a job that works better for you. If you really, really can't change your job, job advocate for the changes that you need and want. And we're here to help you come up with the words and language and action steps to do that because you deserve to enjoy your job. And it doesn't have to be what defines you or brings you all of the joy in your life, but you really shouldn't wake up every morning and dread it. This field is vast and wide and there is a place for you in it. Um, and if you find that you wanna be done with this field, you can also use your SLP skills in other ways and try a different career if you need a break. But life is short. And if you are going to work, you should be doing something that you love. Number three slash 10. Flash three. Whatever. 310. Um, we wish SLPs autonomy. I This is something I teach in my classroom, that SLPs are autonomous. And I really try to make sure that my students understand what that word means. It is why we are speech language pathologists and not speech therapists. It's how we differentiate from OTPT. It's because we don't we have the ability to diagnose and treat where um, PTs and OTs don't quite do that. So anyway, we all understand that. Hopefully my students understand that Megan's making a, making a look. I feel like they do diagnose, but yeah. They do. That's why I, yeah. Cause I've thought about, so <laughs> but do, are we going to, we probably don't have time to dig into this anyway. We're autonomous. Okay. Just suspend your belief. You're just, we're autonomous from ASHA. 
that's a hundred percent. That's where I was going next. So oh, we all yeah. and PTs where... are autonomous from EPTA and OTs are oh, no. autonomous from EPTA. No. Th- that oh. is true. But what I was going to say next was we all understand it as it applies to our practice, but where we all have a really hard time understanding it is that ASHA doesn't own us. We are autonomous from ASHA. You are your own autonomous SLP. You get to decide what your career looks like. You get to decide how you want to learn, what paths you take to learn those things, what mentors you want to work with, what CEUs you want to take. And so really our hope is that someday, truly, not today, this is, we've, we're in this for the long game, but that someday all SLPs will have the option of choosing from maybe a variety of associations. Many of them already exist. Maybe somebody is going to start one, not us. That's not what we're doing. But, you know, maybe you want to start one. Um, but but that you'll have a choice to choose what you want to support your career as an SLP, not what ASHA tells you you need to be an SLP because we're autonomous in our practice and we are also autonomous in what we choose to use to grow our knowledge base and we're autonomous in the people we choose. Uh, Just forget it. (laughs) Number four, we wish SLPs information. So we hope that what we're doing here at Fix SLP helps you save time to access the information that you need to make the choices that are right for you. You don't have to agree with us at all but we hope that you are able to make those choices because you have access to information. We are in a field that is dominated heavily by a national association who diligently, actively, on purpose, creates very confusing information um, that conflates a lot of different things with the intention of trying to sell their certification. And so you as an SLP are absolutely entitled to clear guidelines and clear information about what is required of you to do your job. And so we wish information for you. All right, the next one, we wish SLPs recognition. And we've said from the beginning, we're going to talk about a lot of topics. So we'll get to this one more in future topics someday when we get (laughs) off the CCC. But most people don't understand this profession, truly. I I say it all the time. Um, Other people, our colleagues often don't understand what we do because half of the time we don't understand what we do, right? So many people don't understand the profession or even the value that we bring to a team at a school or a medical team, people don't understand that. So we're here to help change that eventually. So we do wish recognition. Yeah. And number six, we wish SLPs, we wish for all of you to be challenged. And one reason we're so passionate about dismantling the myths around the CCC is because this certification creates a culture within SLP where we feel that we are being controlled and monitored by Big Daddy Asha. Big Daddy Asha, yes. (laughs) So that feeling of being controlled and monitored (laughs) creates a culture of fear of making mistakes 
and intimidation for doing things, quote, wrong, because Big Daddy Asha might come and tell us or punish us or take something away from us. And so we kind of have this policing culture and we just like making a mistake is just the worst thing that could ever happen to any one of us. That's the culture that we're living in right now. And so we want SLPs to feel safe to be challenged within a community where learning and growing are absolutely normalized. And it's completely acceptable and normal to think one way and then learn something new and think a different way. And we want to see a space where a national certification doesn't falsely guarantee competency and make us feel like we have to be perfect. That culture of perfectionism 100% of the time, because that is completely impossible and it is not healthy. So we wish for SLPs to be challenged in a safe space. That's so good. So our next one, we wish SLPs better pay. Megan and Mm -hmm. I are so passionate about this one that we dedicated like an entire spring and summer to recording podcasts about it. We are so undervalued. So this is why we, I mentioned it without reading ahead. This is why we created the other SLPs Pockets podcast. Actually, I hadn't really read this document at all this morning and I had already (laughs) said to Megan, hey, link up SLP's pockets to our website. So hopefully by the time you hear this, Megan, have we done that? Yes. No, we haven't. Okay, sure. But by the time we hear hear this, um, hopefully it's there. It's put it under quick links. I find it under quick links. I'm biased, but I think it's great. We have a lot of um, people that we've interviewed on different topics surrounding pay. So what we really like is, is we encourage everyone to continue to be transparent about pay within your local community. You can check out the podcast to hear what other SLPs are making around the country. We have a bunch of tips for negotiating better salary. And I I just think it's, um, it was a fun little project that we did and hopefully people find it helpful. So better pay, go get it in the new year. Yeah. All right, number eight, we wish SLPs a better name for the profession. And this is another topic we'll be getting into in the future. Everyone has a very strong opinion about it. It is a very hot topic for sure, but we need a name that captures who we are and what we do, or at the very least, doesn't cause constant, instant confusion in comments like, but I talk just fine. We definitely, Asha took a stab at this by changing better speech and hearing month to a name that I feel like was equally as bad. Do we know what they changed it to off the top of our heads? No, no, it was just, I think it was just like a change in one word or something. Yeah. It, it was kind of sounds odd. Not a change. We we mean an actual change. We need to <laughs> fix the whole name. Maybe yes. that, that'll be our next endeavor. Yes. All right. We wish SLPs, this might be my favorite one, strong state associations. State associations are grassroots organizations that amplify the voices of SLPs. State associations are not mini ASHAs. They're not. Um, They may get some grant money from ASHA, but they they are autonomous as well. (laughs) They, They 
get to operate how they want to in the best interest of their members, their paying members. Um, so, so we've been, you've been hearing us encourage you all along to join your state association. And this is a great time. If you're, if you're not renewing your membership to ASHA, or maybe you're letting the CCC go completely, people have been asking, what should we do with the money we save? And I think they're asking as a joke, but I responded, join your state association and then go out to a nice dinner with the change. Because I don't think any membership association cost as much no. <laughs> as the CDC. Um, maybe it does cost more than the membership, the 26 you would save, but um, think about joining your state association for the new year and getting involved, not not just giving them your money, but getting involved in some kind of committee that doesn't take a lot of time, but where your voice can be heard as a practicing clinician to start making the changes in your state that your state specifically needs to see, whether that's workload caps, productivity, Medicaid reimbursement, just generally, or needing to have the CCC to bill Medicaid or having the CCC to practice, period. Every state has different issues. So we really encourage that. We really encourage strong state associations for you. If, um, sorry, that was a long pause. Oh, did you have another thought? Um, I didn't read the last point, but I, I okay. was, I was reading, I was like, this doesn't fit into what I'm okay. trying to make it flow. All right. If you're not ready to join your state association, one step you can take is to learn more about the association and what they're working on right now. Yeah. Okay. Number 10, we wish SLPs more comprehensive training. And we talked about this on the last episode and we will continue to talk about this. Um, I'm going to say this as a biased medical SLP, but especially for medical SLPs who have been dealing with filling just enormous knowledge gaps since the early 2000s when dysphagia was added to grad school curriculums, but it was never fully encapsulated or addressed by the, um, by the CAA. And so, but it's, I'm sure there's also similar feelings in other settings like school-based SLPs where things are just not being captured in the training. And so we have this situation where SLPs are graduating and they're immediately forking out maybe thousands of dollars for these certification things that they think are going to fill in the gaps of their grad school education that they just paid tens of thousands of dollars for. And so we that's something that we will continue to talk about in the future because it all wraps up in the, the conversation about the CCC and like really what does it take um, and what does it mean to be a competent SLP. So we wish SLPs more comprehensive training. Next, we wish SLPs options. So this one's short and sweet. You should have the option of joining a national membership association, a true option, not just one that they tell you is an option, but like the, a real option that you're not afraid to not do it. You should have the option of holding the CCC, an actual option without gaslighting attached to that, without, without <laughs> all the fear and emotion that come with it. You should just be able to decide, I don't want this this year. 
and then not have it. Just like you have the option of joining your state association. That is an actual option. That option that you feel to join or not join, that's what we want you to have for your national association and for the CCC. Yep. And last and finally, number 12, but definitely not least, we wish SLPs respect. Respect includes taking the concerns of SLPs seriously. Respect includes not prioritizing the voices of academic SLPs over the voices of working nine to five clinicians. Respect includes having to work to earn the trust of SLPs rather than using a certification as a way to coerce SLPs into paying an organization. Respect includes better pay. Respect includes a culture where the average person understands what SLPs do. Respect includes budgets for resources and continuing education. And respect includes listening to each other, empowering each other, and moving forward into the new year with fresh ideas, new energy, and a collective mission to fix SLP. That was beautiful, Megan. <laughs> All right. That's what we got for everybody today. Anything you want to add, Jeanette? No, that was short and sweet. I just hope that all of my academic SLP friends, all of my school SLP friends, if we circle back up to the first point, have a restful time off. To my med SLP friends, hang in there, folks. Get through the holidays because yeah. you're still working. But truly, Make sure you really get that think, time and a half. If they even give it, yeah, go get better pay. Yeah, we just we hope that you just do get some time off, that you have some time to rest and and spend time with friends and family this holiday season and in celebrating whatever way you might celebrate with your loved ones. So we will see you in the new year for more fixing. Woohoo. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for everybody. It, everybody. Bye. Bye.